podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Uh, the Fin Fans Podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. It's Monday afternoon and I'm here with Louis Ragoni. Hey Lou. Hey Mike. Hey Dolphins. Rough one yesterday, huh? Yeah, it was rough. Uh, you know, it wasn't like we didn't expect expect it to happen, Mike, did we? Did well, we, no. did we expect I mean, anything different than what took place yesterday? Well, I, I think we expected the game maybe to be a little bit more competitive. Um, you know, they won 37-20, and I, I think, you know, my prediction was uh, 21-20, you know, so uh, I expected it to be closer. I thought Miami would uh, be able to run the ball a little better than what they uh, could because up in Buffalo, they had some success running the ball. Yeah, they did, and their defense had some success. Uh, yesterday, there was uh, no success to be had on the defensive side of the football. It was uh, them moving the football at will most of the day. Every time it seemed like we could possibly get back into the game, we, we either had a big turnover or a big penalty that stalled drives, and um, we just didn't stop them on defense uh, at any point. You yeah, know, our, our first four third downs were all more than 10 yards. Right, exactly. Go. And, um, you know, they started off bad and they ended bad. You know, it, it was, was, you know, what that was one of the worst defensive games that we've had in a while. You know, we've actually been playing somewhat decently. Uh, I just felt like the tackling was off yesterday. I saw a lot of arm tackles and a lot of whiffs and just not, not, not solid tackling. Yeah. I mean, not solid tackling. Um, you know, no pass rush whatsoever. I mean, there were times where Allen was just sitting there flat-footed for seconds, and he just picked us apart in the secondary. Guys running wide open down the field. Uh, Brown on his touchdown got behind the corner and in front of the safety. That looked like an easy score. Uh, the same with the uh, tight end knocks over the middle. I mean, that was another one. You know, there was nobody there in the middle of the field. And uh, yeah, he broke was, one tackle and went in. Go ahead. Yeah, that was that was ugly. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like we were missing McMillan. I felt like we were missing Charlton. You know, McMillan helps control the running game. Uh, he's been doing a great job of it. And uh, Charlton's been our pass rush. And with those two guys out, I think we felt it. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, if we're depending on Taco Charlton to get us through football games, Mike, we're in a lot of trouble. And, well, we uh, don't have much else when it comes to rushing the passer. So, you know, it's not like he's an all-star because he's not. It, Obviously, Dallas dumped him for a reason. Right. But, uh, you know, he's the best we probably have. And that's, that just says more about us than it does him. Yes, it, it does. Exactly. And, you know, the point of the matter is, is that, you know, we had some injuries, uh, you know, so I think uh, McCain went out. He did. At times in the game. I don't know if he even came back once he went out. But uh, the point well, of the match, go he ahead. Play, he, he played about 42 snaps, if I remember correctly. Right, which is probably about half the little game. A little more than half the game, yeah. Yeah, so uh, there, there were issues back there. I mean, Needham seemed to have played a decent game. I was at the game yesterday. Uh, he made some nice plays. He came I was up. very impressed with him. Yeah. I mean, it, from where he's come, Mike, um, you know, week in and week out, he's beginning to look like a very solid player. And 
a guy that could possibly be the answer on the other side of that cornerback uh, situation. I mean, he, he got beat a couple of times. Everybody did. But uh, I thought he's scrappy. You know, he he had a couple of nice passes defensed. He uh, almost intercepted a pass. I, I just thought he played pretty well overall. He, you know, you could feel him out there. I thought so. He was one of the few bright spots on the defense all the way across the board. I mean, there just wasn't a lot. I mean, no, if, there if, wasn't. If, if you look at I mean, if you look at the team as a whole, I mean, who can you point to and say, well, you know what? They had decent games. I felt the tackles. Yeah, I was just going to say Gotchow. Yep. Yeah, Gotchow and Wilkins made some plays in the middle. I mean, they kind of bottled it up on the inside. The Bills were trying to run the football. They did early. They had a nice run. The linebackers had a tough time filling from what I could see. Yeah, and the defensive ends, you know, you mentioned Charlton being out. Yeah, Carlton, Charlton. The point. The point is, is that they did, overall they just didn't. They did not have a good game yesterday. By no means. I mean, when when a team puts thirty seven points up, it, it's tough to look at it and look, find any positive from it. I mean, early in the game, they did a good job of keeping them out of the end zone. You know, in the first quarter, they held them to two field goals, and you're thinking, okay, well, we're staying in this game, but. You know, penalties, you know, yesterday, Mike, uh, you know, we haven't been beating ourselves with penalties, but my goodness, right off the bat. We had six yesterday, but they seemed to come at bad times. At bad times, exactly. I mean, again, like I said, I was at the game yesterday and it seemed like every time, early in the game on the kickoffs, we're starting off at the 10-yard line and, you know, you don't want to start in a hole right off the bat. Um, You know, so that kind of hurt us on special teams early in the game, our Hunter was just struggling a bit. It seemed like he was, you know, at least from, you know, at the game as I'm watching it, it just didn't seem like any of his punts were going anywhere compared to Buffalo's punter who was just, you know, hitting them a mile high and we were fair catching everything. They constantly had good field position. And, you know, it just happened over and over again early in the game. There were just some bad circumstances. And, you know, we wind, we wind up falling behind 16 to nothing early. Um, you know, due to all those situations. Uh, the offense can't get going. There's no blocking across the offensive line. Uh, you know, early in that game, I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, my goodness, I'm going to be out of here by halftime because I'm not sitting among a bunch of Buffalo fans for, you know, <laughs> for an hour and a half. You know, I was, I was pretty much done. So, uh, but, you know, to their credit, you know, they go on a nice drive, they score, and they get themselves back in the game. So we can't move the football we're punting. I believe in the first quarter alone, we punted the ball. Well, we punted the ball twice in the first quarter. We start off the second quarter punting twice. Yeah, we had four punts in a row. Four punts in a row. We get down 16 to nothing, and then we get a little fire. Uh, Fitzpatrick starts hitting some people. He hits Parker on the uh, 50-yard pass, which was beautiful, uh, where he got pushed out of bounds at the 12-yard line. And I'll tell you what, he would have went in. Gusecki was downfield with one defender, and he just— He was oblivious. He fanned—I don't know what he was doing. I mean, at the game, I don't know. Maybe you saw something different on TV. But as you're watching it, we're like, oh, he's going in. All Gusecki's got to do is get in front of that defender, and he fanned on him. I don't know what he was doing, but the, the defender makes— to tackle. Fortunately, we wind up getting back in. He hits Hearns on a nine-yard pass, and then Balaj has his best run of the day, a three-yard touchdown pass, and 
and you're right back in the game now. You know, you're feeling pretty good. Um, you know, so what does Flores do, Mike? He comes out and he, he does a great job with the onside kick. You know, you're down 16 to 7. You know, second quarter is kind of dwindling away. So you're thinking, okay, if we can get another score here and then we get the ball after halftime, you're thinking, wow, we're right back in this football game. So they onside kick it. Sanders does a great job of recovering his own kick. I mean, wasn't that a fantastic play? I thought it was great. It was. And you know what? It's the second time they've done that. The, f- the first time was called back by penalty, if you remember, a few Ex- games ago. I do. I remember yeah, that. But, I, uh, I remember that. Out of the whole league, there's been 30 onside kick attempts, and only two have been recovered. And obviously, we have one of them. We have one of them and could have had two out of the three had yeah. we not had it called back due to penalty. But anyway, so we recover the fumble. And on the very first play, Fitzpatrick does a great job in the pocket, finds Hearns crossing the field, came all the way across the field, catches the ball, and crowd's all jacked up. He's running, catches the ball, crowd gets jacked up. Two seconds later, he... Fumble everybody's like, oh, what in the heck? You know, he just drops the football. And I'll tell you what, that was another play where Parker was on the right side of that field on the sideline along with a defender. And if Hearns would have just kept running, he may have scored. He was getting a lot of yardage on the play, I can tell you that much. And um, that's the big turning point in the game, Mike, because we're getting outplayed in the first half. But yet, even if he holds on to that football and you you don't move the ball from that point, you're going to probably get a field goal, and you're down by one well, score. Well, you felt like they were, they were really starting to pick up some momentum, and that, that uh, fumble just killed it. You're exactly right, and, and the crowd felt it too. I mean, when he caught the, when they recovered the onside kick, the touchdown boosted everybody up. There were a ton of Buffalo Bill fans there yesterday. My goodness, there were a ton. And, um, you know, it was a battle. You know, when we scored, we, were, we started to dish it back a little bit. And then on the onside kick... All of a sudden, the momentum's getting, you know, the stadium's starting to get a little bit louder. The Dolphin fans are getting fired up. You know, they review it, and it was really, I, I mean, I don't know what you saw on TV, Mike. I mean, they kept showing it on the uh, the scoreboard there, but it's really hard at the games to tell. I mean, obviously, on TV, they slow it down to, yeah, in real you know, speed, frame it, by frame. It was close, but it, I mean, I don't see how you can't call that a fumble. Right, and they, and they ruled it a fumble initially, yeah. so they weren't yeah. going to overturn it. It was extremely close, but the point of the matter is he didn't get touched, and the ball shouldn't have been on the ground anyway. Right. Um, so what happens is Buffalo recovers the fumble, drive right down the field, six plays, 75 yards, take two minutes off the clock, and now they're up 23 to seven. So you have a 14 point swing there. And, and again, that, that's the big turning point in the game, you know, because you're thinking that was the, uh, pass to Knox, right? It was crucial. It was the pass to Knox. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right over the middle for 23. I mean, they yeah, did it. They, so They had, uh, you know, Roe Blitzing and they had McCain behind him and he just got toasted. Right. I mean, he was wide open in the middle of the field. I mean, we saw it perfectly. I mean, Allen, you know, they, they, didn't, they hit a 17-yard play to start that drive to John Brown, who killed us all day. And, um, you know, that was the big play. And then Singletary ran for 21 yards. I mean, like I said... They, they went up the field on in six plays. So, you know, they, they get up 23-7, to seven and um, they kick off to us. And then Mr. Grant just has a, you know, just turns in a phenomenal play, takes it to the house, 
And he kind of gets us right back in the game. So you're thinking, wow, okay, we got dominated in this first half. But you know what? We're not in all that bad of shape. It's 23-14 game, and we're getting the ball coming out in the second half. So exactly. we drive down the field, even you know, get a field goal, whatever the case may be. We get any kind of score, we're, we're within a score. And uh, we come out, third quarter, very first play, Fitzpatrick throws the ball to Hearns on the sideline. It would have been good for about a 13-yard completion, and he flat out drops the ball. Ball hit, hit him right in the hands, and he drops it. Uh, same drive, Fitzpatrick scrambles for 20 yards, and you're thinking, all right, we got this thing rolling. Nope. Holding penalty on bomb. That was a bad call, I believe. Was it? You know, I, I think mean, so. Obviously, you know, at the game, he, I, you know, he they don't pan- show the he replay. He pancaked him. He pancaked him, and uh, it just looked like it was a really good block, and uh, the refs evidently thought he held. It didn't look like it is from what you could see. And even the announcers made the uh, made the point that uh, that was really really uh, touchy. Yeah, he seemed upset about it. You know, yeah, I think at the game, but we don't we don't get that opportunity at the game that you do on TV. You know, to see exactly what took place on the play. All I can tell you is all I can tell you is is that it was a 30, 30 yard difference. You know, in field position there because we, yep. I think he ran the ball to like the 45, 50 yard line. And, and when we're in first and 20s with this offensive line, Mike, and no forget running game, it. I right. mean, it's, forget about it. You know, it's, it, it's, it really makes things difficult. So, you know, so obviously we punt the football, you know, after, you know, a couple of uh, promising situations to start the half, you know, that, that could have changed the game a little bit. And, um, you know, it just doesn't develop. <sighs> so they wind up going back down and scoring again. And again, at this point, you're thinking, well, now it's pretty much over. You know, we don't do anything in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, we're down 30-14. And it was much of the same in the fourth quarter. I mean, Yeah, it, from then on, it got pretty ugly. It got ugly. I mean, we did have a touchdown, you know, the... Uh, grant play. The yeah. grant play, the end around to him, which was nice. Um, but... Uh, you know, other than that, Mike, there wasn't an awful lot. I mean, to in the fourth quarter after we scored, you know, they our defense let them go right back up the field. Eight plays, eight plays, 72 yards. I mean, they were not even working on these drives. And that, that was the – I mean, it was like they weren't even working, a, working up a sweat on offense, Buffalo. It was just so easy for them yesterday. And that was the frustrating thing as we're sitting there watching it. Uh, you know, it was just, it was just too easy. No, and it was just as frustrating watching on TV. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. So, you know, I mean, there, there wasn't a lot to talk about, you know, in, in the, in the fourth quarter, but, uh, you know, there were opportunities in this game to, uh, to get back into it. We and- just kept shooting ourselves in the foot and, you know, we use that expression so much, but that's exactly what happened yesterday. You know, at any time we started to play a little bit better, something bad would happen, you know, uh, a drop pass, a fumble, a penalty. It just, it was, it was all game long. It, it was. And you know what, like you said, Mike, to your point earlier, yes, they, they just seem to come at the worst possible times, right? When you were gaining a little bit of momentum, we get the fumble. You know, Fitzpatrick has a great 20-yard scramble, and the crowd's all fired up. He's fired up, and bingo, it comes back the other way. I mean, it's, you know, it was that type of game. Every time they teased you a little bit and you, you started to have a little bit of hope, we took 
a step backwards. So yes, exactly. What an odd game for Fitzpatrick yesterday. He was 32 of 45 for 323 yards. Mm-hmm. He was playing behind maybe the worst offensive line performance we had this season. Yeah, it looked that way. And, you know, he, he missed a lot of passes, Uh but he also hit a lot of passes. I mean, there was one pass he threw to Hearns over the middle. I guess it was about 15 yards, roughly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he just drilled it. Yes. Uh, there was no way Hearns was going to drop that ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were other passes where it they were nowhere near on target. And, uh, you know, you could see some of that was due to the pass rush. He just didn't have a pocket to throw from, and uh, that's going to hurt your quarterback. It's going to hurt his accuracy because he can't follow through and he can't do the things he needs to do to throw an accurate ball. Uh, but the other thing that I think uh, has been a problem the last couple of weeks is you notice he's not going deep as often as he had been earlier in the uh, season. And I think, you know, he's been on the injury report for his shoulder the last couple of weeks. Right. And I wonder if that's not uh, maybe the reason. Uh, it could be. I, I will tell you this, Mike. Like you said a minute ago, he was firing some footballs. Some. He did it a few times uh-huh. to where he, he was putting some juice on it. So if, in fact, his shoulder is hurting, maybe, yes, maybe the deep pass is a problem because of the angle that he has to throw the football. I don't know. But the point the point is this, is that, with this offensive line, and yeah, you're right. I mean, being at the game again yesterday, we did see times where it looked like he was just off on a few of his passes, but there were times where he just did a phenomenal job, you know, navigating around the pocket only a few times. Now, yesterday, more than any other game, he just did not have lanes to step into, and he's very good at doing that, whether he has to step up left shift right whatever the case yeah, may they were be. i think they were game planning to take a lot of that away because they were blitzing up the middle a lot mike they but i'm telling you it came from the middle yes absolutely right but it came from the outside as well i mean you know oh he, yeah our tackles were awful they were i mean it it was just anywhere he just did not have the pocket just completely broke down most of the day and when I looked at his stats at the end of the game, and I know they did pad him a little bit at the end, but, you know, overall, they weren't horrible. And, you know, I felt under the circumstances, I mean, what did he get sacked? Six, seven, seven eight times? times seven, seven times. times. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was even more. I mean, it, I'll tell you what, it seemed like a lot more. At the game yesterday, it seemed like a lot more. Well, you know, being his age, I'm sure it felt like a lot more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, you know, he did a good job of standing in there and and taking a licking and you know, we had like I said, we had Mike, listen, there's no running game. So they're sitting on him. And and let's give Parker some credit as well because he did a great job. I mean, obviously Buffalo knows that he's our number one target and target and he put up some really good numbers yesterday without you know, per se, a lot of guys helping him out. I mean, Hearns obviously didn't help him out much yesterday. He did have a few catches, but... Yeah, he was four for 53. Yeah, he he hurt us, you know, on a few plays. And, um, you know, I mean, we can give Albert Wilson and Grant a little bit of credit, and they did step up. I know on Monday I talked about some other guys having to step up, and and they both actually had their best games of the season yesterday. Um, You know, it wasn't for a lot, but 
but they contributed. They both had three catches for about 30 yards, I believe. And, yep. um, you know, it did help. Gasicki <laughs> had four catches for 18 yards. I mean, you know, that nothing nothing special. Balaj had five catches, Mike, for eight yards. For eight y- yards. Yep. Eight 1.6 yards. a catch. I mean, you know, it, it's that's bad. I mean, really bad. If I, I say this over and over again. If you're going to throw the ball, then get him out of there and put put somebody line up J- Jakeem Grant in the backfield or Albert Wilson. I mean those guys can run the ball. I mean I don't care what put Gaskins, put Laird in there. Laird actually had a solid game, six catches for fifty one yards. Yeah, he was targeted six times and caught six balls. So and he had a run for seven yards. And he had a run for seven. So if if you're gonna be in a situation where you're gonna be passing the ball anyway. Then just put a guy in there that maybe can create some space, maybe juke a little bit and 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 put himself in a position to get you positive yards. I mean, five catches for eight yards just isn't gonna cut it. Nine rushes, Mike, for nine yards isn't it's gonna embarrassing. cut it. I mean Hey guys, I wanted to break in here real quick just to ask a favor of you. On the app that you're listening on, uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Hit like, leave a, a comment on your thoughts of the show. And uh, if you didn't know, we do, we do run a Facebook group. Uh, it's Miami Dolphins number one. That's hashtag one. We talk uh, Dolphins football 24-7, 365. We'd love to have you join us and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, Let's make it a habit. We'll see you next week. That's embarrassing. There's no other way to put it. And I don't mean just towards him, towards the entire group. Yes, it's not only his fault. I mean, he's, I mean, you know, he's getting to the line, Mike, and there's just no lanes at all. But, um, you know, sometimes you got to create a few yards there too. As yeah, big as he's, guys- he's tentative. He, I don't think he has the best vision of uh, any running back that's played for us. And uh, I can't say I'm, I'm too enthusiastic about him. I mean, I haven't seen anything that makes me say, "Wow, this guy can run." And we've been watching him now, you know, for what ten games, eleven games. Exactly. Uh, you know, it, Mike. Listen, it's it's a situation where I I think going forward. They, you know, and, I, and I've said this week in and week out, I think that they're just you know, running into a, a brick wall and just wasting time attempting to run the ball up the middle. Well, yeah. The offensive line's not helping either. So it, it's really hard to evaluate him when, you know, the, when <laughs> he's you know, getting hit two seconds after he gets the ball. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm going past, the, you know, the the evaluation of Balaj and how much talent he has. I'm going I'm going more into now a coaching philosophy and and thinking that if I'm going to try and run the ball, let me at least have the receiver in motion to where Maybe it gets the defense thinking, moving, yeah. you know, and do it a few times a game, whether it's successful or not, because maybe it will open up something for him through the middle. They have to do something different because those nine, and they didn't run the ball a lot yesterday. I mean, the one touchdown run went for three yards, and his other eight carries went for six yards total, which is, you know, it's less than a yard a carry. I mean, he's, he, he averaged negative yards every time he touched the football for the most part. I mean, that's less than, that's less than a yard a carry. It's absolutely horrible. So what they have to do is they have to create, um, you know, some type of, um, you know, some type of situation where they're going to open some things up because, again, well, I think like, they tried with the Wildcat, you know, for a little bit. And but, that did uh, work a little bit. Yeah. It did work. I mean, yeah. we had the touchdown run on it. 
which was great. And I think that um, didn't Wilson, somebody, I thought somebody had a decent run out of that. Uh, maybe it was Balage as well to where well, he yeah, got. Yeah, you had Grant on the jet sweep. We had Grant on the jet sweep, but just earlier on that drive, Mike, I'm almost certain that they they ran it and he held the football and actually got a couple of yards. Um, Point is, is that they have to go out and they have to do something a little bit differently because they have to run the football. I mean, you're putting Fitzpatrick in a really bad situation, so they have to create something from the running game. And if it means running jet sweeps all day, then so be it. <laughs> but they have to do something. They really do. Well, we we had six punts yesterday. We had three uh, drives we turned over on downs. We had a drive that ended in a fumble. Uh, we had one drive that killed the end of the half, and we had three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That was the extent of our uh, possessions. Right, and we had three late possessions where we we had some decent drives and we turned it over on downs in the fourth quarter, didn't we? Yeah, yes. Yeah. We turned it over on downs, I think, three times in the fourth quarter, actually. So, um, you know, it is what it is. We had that 11-play drive, you know, and uh, Fitzpatrick got stuffed down by the goal line on fourth and what was it, a yard? Yeah. Where he tried to sneak and they stopped him. So, I mean, listen. We are what we are. I think you said that on the page, uh, the Facebook page. You yeah. know, we we yeah. are what we are. And let me tell you something. We have to give Buffalo a lot of credit. I mean, we did not play a good game on defense, but their offense, I don't know if it showed on TV, but at the game, they were like night and day compared to what they looked like in Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. They were they were they were sharp. Yeah, they were on point. They were very well coached yesterday on offense. They knew exactly what they were going to do, and they executed perfectly all day long. Look, in a word, they bullied us, you know? They bullied us, and, you know, they, well, Mike, they didn't run all over us. They they did a good job of running the football. Where they killed us was just the, the passing game, just absolutely. I mean, it, it was just all day long, guys just open. I mean, there was no answer to John Brown. Um, you know, other guys caught footballs as well. I mean, Beasley had some catches over the middle for big plays. The tight end caught a big touchdown over the middle. Um, they, they made plays. They made plays when they had to. They were crisp. Um, Josh Allen is very, very difficult, you know, as far as when he takes off and runs the football. He did a very good job of doing that, which we knew he was going to do. We had no answer for that either. I think he averaged like eight yards a carry running well, the they, they were perfectly balanced yesterday. I mean, he they threw, truly were. He dro- dropped back 33 times, and uh, they ran 34 times. Yep, exactly. So, you know, they, they did it. We have to give them some credit. I mean, they're they're a solid football team right now, and – you know, we're not, you know, we're, we were lacking players, you know, we, McMillan, as you said, you know, his injury hurt, um, him being out and, um, somebody else was out as well yesterday. Um, taco taco. Yeah, exactly. Both of those guys, then McCain went out. So, I mean, it's really not an excuse, but, uh, again, the other team had a little bit more talent. They showed that yesterday and, uh, you know, we fell short. You know, the you know pot- there were there are some games you're on the top of your game, and there, you know there's some days you're not on the top of your game. And I felt like Buffalo was, and we weren't. I agree. I, I do think we could have competed better than we did. Uh, we just were not playing well. I agree. I, we didn't play it. This was one of the worst games we've played in a while. 
Um, and, you know, it's interesting, Mike, that you talk about the penalties because being at the game, again, that seemed like there were a lot more penalties than there were, but they just came at bad times. That's exactly right. I mean, it's when you're when you're sitting at the game, it seemed like there was 20 penalties and there was 20 sacks over the course of the game because they just I mean, it it it, it was ugly. I don't know if it was as ugly on TV to you as it was to me at the game, but um, yeah. It, it, it was it, just an accumulation of errors, whether it be a penalty or whether it be a, a missed block or, you know, just it, it was always something, you know, and, and yes. that's just the way the game went. Exactly. They could not get any momentum going. And when they did, they did something to kill it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, the game itself, Mike, was what it was. But again, you know, we talked about uh, Fitzpatrick. I felt he had a decent game. I felt Parker. Played a very solid game yesterday again. Um, Grant played well. I mean, it was so nice to see Grant back. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, he, Mike, when he took off down that sideline, when I tell you, it looked like (laughs) it looked like a man among boys. Uh He was just blowing past everybody. And I think it was the kicker that was on the sideline. It was. And he just ran (laughs) past him. And it was like the kicker was like, what was that? that Which way did he go? (laughs) That just went by me. Was that the roadrunner? I mean, it was so funny. And uh, it was great. And then he had another great kickoff return as well. So going forward, Mike, now maybe, you know, uh, we got the second half. You know, we've got, what, six games left? How many games do we have left now? What are we? To, yeah, we've got we've got six games left on yes. the schedule. So you know, let, let's see let's see where Grant is over these next six weeks, and uh, if he keeps bringing this to the table, then he's back. And Wilson, let's see if he builds on what he did this week. Yep. Yep. And going in the next season, you're thinking, okay, well, we've got a nice solid core of receivers, and. Um, well, I you think know. Grant's going to be back, but I don't know about Wilson. Yeah, I, I think these next six six weeks are are vital. You know, I mean, the Hearns situation. I, I don't think we talked about that. They signed him to a uh, a two year contract at what yeah. was it eight million, Mike? Yeah, over the two and, years. And you called me up and said, "What did they do?" <laughs> yeah, I I did. You know, during the week, I said, "Isn't this a little premature? Uh, let's see." Couldn't they have waited to see what this guy does over the next few weeks? I'll tell you why they did it. Okay. Uh, He is very adept at finding the soft spot in zones. Okay. That's fine. And uh, they feel that in their scheme, he's going to do well. Okay. Well, let's let's hope that's the case, and let's hope that he doesn't play like he did yesterday. Because he did not have a good game. I mean, he made some catches, but he hurt us. More so than he helped us yesterday. Agreed. And I'll just leave it at that. So, you know, the the fact is, Mike, is that all of these guys are locked locked up for next year. All four of them now. They've got four receivers that are all under contract next year. So, you know, maybe they feel that with that core, if they continue to get better and healthier, and we see more from Grant and Wilson, that this is going to be our receiving core next week. I mean, next year, year. and it's Mm -hmm. something that we don't address in the draft. Um, So, you know, maybe that's their logic. Maybe they're they're going the New England route where they feel that they can get by with, you know, the the type of receivers that New England has gotten by with over the course of the years. You know, the guys like Chris Hogan and and Philip Dorsett and people like that. So so we'll see. Um, You know, but uh, again, getting back to the guys who played well, you know, we talked about Laird. I thought he had a pretty solid game out of the backfield. He did. And uh, Needham played well on defense. And, I mean, I think that's where it ends, Mike. Um, 
Well, there, like I said, there are a few other guys we talked about the defensive tackles. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and there were there were guys that played well on offense. Kilgore did not have a terrible game considering right. how bad the line played overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, he's not my favorite, but he did not play terribly yesterday. Right. And there were a few other guys, uh, but the, the the whole point is they need to play coll- good collectively as a unit, and uh, neither side of the ball was able to do that. Agreed. And, uh, you know, the secondary is going to have a really, really tough task next week. I mean, you go up against mm-hmm. Landry and Beckham, and it's – I mean, that's a tandem. They're, they're going to be a difficult, difficult – Yeah, we're not going to have answers for that, I'm afraid. I, you know, I, I don't see how they're going to have answers for that. Let me put it that way. We have to hope that Mayfield is maybe off, and we'll talk about that on on the next show. But, um, you know, we did have some positives that came out of yesterday um, in regard to the draft. We saw Houston get annihilated, and maybe that's something... um, Boy, Baltimore sure looks like they're for real. They sure do. And, um, you know, Houston took a big step backwards yesterday. Uh, they, they just got annihilated, and maybe that's uh, something that we're going to see over the next six weeks, hopefully. And uh, uh, Pittsburgh lost earlier in the week. They lost on Thursday night, so there were some positives. Um, Atlanta won, so they're, they're, uh, they're looking like a good football team that are going to separate. And the Jets? The Jets won as well. So, you know, Washington obviously lost and Cincinnati obviously lost. So right now we're we're in the three-hole come draft time. And um, I think that's probably where we're going to wind up, um, you know, looking at the rest of the schedule. But, again, everything changes it's, it's from so week great. to week. It's so tough to predict. Exactly. If we go up and beat the Jets, then – Yeah, everything changes. Everything right? changes. The Giants, uh-huh. the Giants are in the mix as well. You know, that game is going to be important to us. So – uh, the tour injury now is going to uh, hurt a lot of Dolphin fans. Um, it's going to well, hurt. I, I think it hurts the Dolphins whether they wanted them or not. Agreed. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it does because now um, you're taking one of the bigger guys off the board. That, yep. uh, you know, So now everybody steps up a notch. But, um, you know, again, there's still a lot of football. And this, Mike, how many times did we talk about this over the course of the year? Two of this, two of that. Yep. There's, so much, there's too much football That's left. That's right. I mean, you could have two of the other big quarterbacks that are coming out of the draft go down as well. You just got to let it play out. You got to then, let- then you worry about where you are and what you're doing. And you know, Mike, I'll say this again. I've said it a couple times over the last few weeks. I'm okay with Fitzpatrick right now. Now, is he a guy that's going to take you to the promised land? I, I, I can't say that, but... Watching him play with what he's working with, if they start throwing some talent around him, he's a guy that I think fits into this, you know, fits into this game plan and fits on this team for next year. And, um, you know, again, well, you know, what you're not seeing him do is what he's known for. And those are the, you know, two or three stupid interceptions a game. He has not been doing that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. He's been more careful with the football. He's he's throwing shorter uh, more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, whether that be because of the shoulder that I mentioned or whether that be by offensive design, I really can't say. Mm-hmm. But you do notice that, that his game is changing a little bit. And I'm not expecting big things from Fitzpatrick, just like you aren't. But he's good enough to where they can evaluate the people around him. And that's what's most important. Agreed. I, I, you know, it's interesting because again, no turnovers from him yesterday. Right. No fumbles, no interceptions. 
a very, very solid game from him yesterday, you know, in regard to that. And that's what you want. I mean, you don't, you don't want a quarterback throwing two, three interceptions over the course of a game, you know, by no means. And that's, to your point, Mike, that's exactly what he has done over the course of his career. He frustrates you in that situation. As of, you know, as of now, and um, since he's been starting, uh, or he, he, he started again after Rosen played those few games, I think he's done a really, really good job of, of not making those big mistakes. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens as the season progresses. Yep. All right. Anything else you'd like to add on this Monday? No, I think we're good. I mean, coming off a loss, uh, you know, I don't really like to talk an awful lot about a loss. I think we hit all the uh, the points we needed to. You know, we gave shout outs to some of the guys that had a solid game yesterday, but you know, a loss is a loss. So. Yeah, there were others, but I, I think the bottom line here is, is uh, next week we go to Cleveland. <laughs> you know, we got to just move on. Exactly. We got to move on and we got to build on on some things that we saw this week. Uh, you know, Gesicki, I'd like to see him get back into the mix and have a nice solid game. And, you know, down the stretch, we need it. And Parker is putting together a really nice season, Mike. He's been he's been our most consistent offensive player, obviously past Fitzpatrick. Right. Over, but over the course of the whole year, he's been, whether it be Rosen or Fitzpatrick quarterbacking, Parker's been our most consistent yeah, player. He had, over the he had a few drops early in the season, but overall, he is he is playing very well, and he's healthy. And yep. we keep, you know, we 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 can't stress that enough because here's a guy that really hasn't put a full season together yet, and he's you know we're ten games in, and knock on wood, uh, he's been out there every week, and he's been productive every week, and that right. that's what you want. And so, he's, he's productive when you don't have a lot of other weapons around him, which is which is key. Which is even more interesting because, you know, coming into this week, Mike, I felt that they were just going to lock him down and it was right. going to have to come elsewhere. But right. so he, I. he wound up making plays over the course of the game over and over again. So, you know, listen, I, I, I'm very happy with him at this point. I don't know who couldn't be. Um, you know, he stepped it up and that's all you yeah. want. Well, no. It's not all I want. I want somebody else to step up. Well, yes. Right. <laughs> well, out of him is what I mean. Yeah, I know. I'm teasing so. you. All right. All righty. We'll be back on Wednesday, and uh, we'll talk about uh, the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Till then, Lewis, thanks for joining me. My and, pleasure. Uh, all you guys out there, thanks for listening. All right. Let's go, Dolphins. Up to Cleveland Fins we go. Fins up. <laughs> Fins up. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 